Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's funny the way a conversation or a remark can spark an idea or something to talk about. Me, Seth and Louise were chatting the other morning and I said a word and later on here in the studio, she says to me, I heard you saying something there this morning I meant to say to you I haven't heard it mentioned in years and years and I said what are you talking about she said you said you went home and you put on your duds am I right am I am I, am I accurate there what yeah. I'm saying yeah that's yeah. the way it happened wasn't it mm-hmm. and uh, God almighty she said that just got set me thinking about duds and um, we were wondering do people today have duds, weren't we? Do, mm. do is the term used at all? Does mm. do people refer to them with that word? Yeah, because I know my my mother always said it. You Did know, she? I'm going home and oh, just love to get into you know or whatever and love love me duds and that's just it. And I just thought it was just a mammy speak. And then when I heard you saying it, I went, <laughs> oh, okay, maybe this is a a broader <laughs> word that's yeah was used or is used or I don't know whether it's dying out or do people still know what what it is or they probably people they use to them us, yeah people listen to us today and think what mm. are they on about what is that about don't you say dud for fake yeah no, you know no it's not but that it's not that yeah a dud it's yeah. used in terms of you know ammunition a dud you know a dud mm. bullet or an ammunition it's certainly used that or or you'll hear a dud bulb you know what I mean you get yeah, a, yeah, a, a, yeah. a dud in your Christmas lights that not that mm. dud the dud we're talking about is different altogether do you know what we're talking about folks duds do you have duds oh eight six eighteen hundred six five eight WhatsApp or text me now. If you have a picture of yourself in the duds, I'd love to see it as well. I sent you a picture last night, didn't you I? You did. <laughs> you know what she said to me? I am I was just disgusted and I, I won't tell you what I sent back to her. Oh. Tell them what you said to me. You sent me a picture in your duds and, and they were kind of, you know, unkempt. Would that be a good Correct. enough word? <laughs> and I just said mess and I sent you a message back and I just said, oh, didn't you wear them into the office last week? <laughs> How dare you? Minus I- the wellies, minus the wellies. <laughs> I'd never, never, never. No, but, but, but I will say this to you. Do you, see what I, do you see what I was wearing in that picture? Mm. Once upon a time, I would have worn it to the office here because that's the way my duds happen. They get demoted. Yes, they get demoted for sure. And <laughs> or be- promoted, depending on... Yeah, well, I suppose on your perspective, but I'd have to say it's demotion for duds, <laughs> to be honest with you. That jumper, the trousers I was wearing as well. You know, one time, I would have... Not now, the garden, they're out fishing, they're walking the dog, that type of thing. That's what I use my duds for. By the way, excuse me, I, I forgot to ask you this. I'm just after thinking, <laughs> have you duds? Actually, my whole order for duds. <laughs> it's you who said it, and I don't agree with you. I think you have classic, classic uh, in your wardrobe, may, may I say. But seriously, do, do you regard clothes that you have as duds? Do you have a set yeah, of duds? Yeah. You yeah, do? Yeah. I, I okay, would, good. yeah, throw them on you for doing certain things. Yeah, absolutely. Hello, late lunch listeners. Anybody out there with their duds? You know, use the term, have them, wear them. If you want to send me a picture, I'd love to see a WhatsApp or text. Are you going to clarify or are you just going to leave them hanging for a little while longer? 
Can I give them the number again? 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me. They're coming in as I speak here. What we're talking about. And you know what I did before we came down? I actually went and looked at the definition of the word dud. Okay, so it's a noun. And duds, the plural is there. It says, a thing a thing that fails to work properly or is otherwise unsatisfactory or worthless. Okay, definition one. Definition two, which it can mean as well, close. It just says close. And uh, then when I read on, it says, why are clothes called duds? The term comes from the Middle, e- middle English dud, D-U-D-D-E, duddy. You know, D-U-D-D-E, Middle Old English, I'd say. And originally meaning, originally meaning, worn out or ragged clothing. Oh, okay. okay? So that's the uh, the genesis of the word duds when it comes to clothes. We're talking about clothes that you wear if you're in your garden, if you're doing something that... Even housework, even if, you know, yes. you get home, it's just yes. not clothes that are dressy that you wear out yeah. of the house, really. <laughs> yeah. And, not uh, to mass. No, no, no. <laughs> not, to, not, not to LMFM not studios uh, when you're meeting guests or that either. No, 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 no. None of that type of stuff. And, and you know, I'd wear them and they get more worn as you wear them and they get muddy and this, that and the other. And uh, do you know the thing about duds? Yeah. I'd wear them for quite a time before they'd ever go near the wash. Would you be would you be more attached to your duds than to normal clothes? Oh, I love my duds. You see, like, would you be less? I know they're manky and they're probably, yeah. you know, holes in them or whatever. But would you be hard pressed to get rid of them oh. faster than, say, yes. a Ralph Lauren top? Yes, I, I love my I have a T-shirt. I, I think I showed you one day mm. and there's a hole in up here and I'd never get I just love it. And I, I, I do put it in the wash. But I have to tell the boss when I'm putting the trousers or the jumpers in when they're <laughs> have been worn for about three months, not to put them in with the whites. That's the biggest disaster if that happens. Or I don't know much about nice it. Clothes. Yes. So I have to say, please separate those. Please okay. tell me when you're putting those in the watch. Anyway, we have somebody waiting patiently by. You know her well. She's a great friend of ours and she dresses impeccably. She was on the golf course this morning, impeccably dressed, I believe, again and hit the ball down the fairway with every shot. She hardly has duds. Carmel McCarthy, afternoon. Good afternoon, Jerry. What do you mean I hardly have duds? I have a wardrobe full of them. <laughs> Uh, like Louise. Like, like, like Louise. And do you know what? When you mentioned the word, it brought me back because my mother, God rest her, used to say, you know, when we come in from school, she now uh, go up, hang up your uniform and put on your duds because we could be out, you know, God knows doing what, and we'd come in and there could be ha- half the uniform would be ragged. So, yeah. you know, uh, it, it brought me back to those days. Oh, yeah, I have. Uh, no, I certainly have, um, uh, you know, one shelf devoted to duds. And that's what I use, you know, depending on the mood. Now, could come in the evening and say, oh, look, at, I need to get rid of the day. Yeah. And I could get into a pair of old tracksuit bottoms on the top. But, like, I think my, I suppose, the duds, the piece de resistance, I have a pair of... of um, grey tracksuit bottoms and no matter how tight I pull the the cord on them it still happens to loosen so I you know God only knows what the neighbours see when I'm uh, weeding <laughs> <laughs> oh you're great crack Carol <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> I'd have that on me with with uh, a t-shirt with bleach marks on it. Now I have a few of those. Yes, you know. Yes, I like they're a must. They're they're but they're once-off pieces, you know. Mm. But uh, I'd have that, and then I, if I was out in the garden and it was cold, I've this lovely fleece and it's it's really warm and you know it's it's lined with nearly a, it's a real woolly lining yes. and when I was looking at it sure it's I have it since my daughter was in college it was hers that she used to use and there's because she did art and there's paint on it and there's uh, some I, which I can't get off you know then uh, she was doing doing uh, ceramics so yes. there's some of that ground into it still but, you know it's as warm as toast yeah, yeah. and so I'd, I'd be out in that now you'd you'd give me a penny if you saw me oh Carmel um, Carmel yeah. I can't even picture that because you're uh, always impeccable when we see you and uh, I'm sure you look at pictures as I mentioned on the golf course as well too oh, but, but Mary <laughs> Joseph no you wouldn't I know but I tell you what what uh, kind of finishes it all off if uh, my beloved decides that he wants to power hose uh, the roof or something and mm. I'm there footing the ladder and I'm afraid that the hair will get covered in in yes. uh, mould and everything coming off the, the, the roof I then have a shower cap on me so you know you, you just <laughs> now has the has the image been conjured up oh I'm just there, I'm Terry? just picturing it here you bending over in those tracksuit bottoms yes, the great yes. the great the woolly top and, and the hat on as well but here's the thing an interesting one I want to ask you yes. would you go to the shops if you had to say go to now not for your weekly shop but say you needed something and you had to go local would you hop in the car and go in in that clobber I would now. I'd take off the shower cap and I'd okay. tighten the string on, on the, the tracksuit bottom. But no, I would. It wouldn't bother wouldn't. me in yeah. the slightest. Mm. Because, you know, you kind of look as though you're, 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 you're on a mission, you know, to... Yes. To, that you're doing stuff in the garden or, or uh, doing a clean up at home or whatever, not at all. It wouldn't yeah. bother me. Um, but you like, I would leave the shower cap. Oh, good on you. Well, that's yeah. that's it. Certainly, yeah. that would paint an altogether different picture for sure. They think you'd lost the plot altogether. Yeah. But isn't it funny you say there to me that that particular top? It's cozy. It's warm. And I've seen yeah. uh, so many years of use. That yeah. fondness, as Louise mentioned to me, if you were listening to us a moment ago, she said, "Are you fond of?" your duds and I definitely have a t-shirt and a couple of jumpers I bought them in Italy many moons ago and I love them but you know yeah. with use and that they've headed for the dud shelf but I don't think I'd ever part with them Carmel well you see I'm I'm the same and like my husband keeps acquiring duds mm. because he might come in from work and say oh god I was in the middle of painting that now I'll continue doing it and doesn't put the duds on so then a, a decent shirt could suddenly become a dud yes. now that could be grounds for divorce <laughs> you know but yeah that's but, interesting yeah. because when I'm cooking and I often go directly in from work and I love where I love blue as a colour and yeah. if you're you know using the pan or something and something slashes out of them and then Miriam says to me look at them bloody trousers yeah a good pair of trousers and you're trousers, never going to yeah. get that stain out of them you no. know those stains you know and no. then they become 
they do move then to the other side. Yeah, they do. Well, look at. I think it's no harm, but if the dud shelf starts to outweigh the the good shelf, <laughs> yeah. well, then you've to. That's when you need serious counselling. <laughs> <laughs> Carmel, perhaps. What do you think, Louise? Perhaps we'll start a new trend today. You know that duds become fashion. What do you think? Well, I mean, leisure wear became fashion. Because of COVID, yes. you know, everybody was out True. buying tracksuits and Trackies, all that yeah. kind of thing. So mm. that was huge. So why not? Why not? The yeah. only thing is not, to, as you said about the, the shirt, but the thing is, if your husband or other half comes in from the garden and in the duds or the paint and then sits down on your good couch. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He could yeah, become yeah, a dud. He could become yeah. a dud instantly himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. He could be on the dud shelf. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, my, oh, my. It's it's just, it's funny the way this conversation has uh, come about and developed. And and I mentioned the definition you were listening there, Carmel, what a dud means and in terms of clothing. But um, it, dud is a slang word as well. Your duds are your clothes, says another definition. And going back, your mother or grandmother would have uh, said years ago, when it wasn't slang actually here's a few yeah. Bob go and get yourself new duds new that's duds correct. Carmel yeah yes. yeah, that's correct mm. probably because they knew at some stage that they were going to end up they, you, because you wore clothes until they nearly wore out or that they'd have the, the, the they'd have another use which was for doing gardening or cleaning or whatever and that was probably where it came from too yes you and, know. and the other thing Carmel Louise actually said this about her mum as well and I remember my own mother and father and everything they didn't have wardrobes they didn't have a huge amount of clothes you know what you're getting going towards there Carmel you know what you say yeah Yeah. well clothes were more expensive then I remember my mother used to she'd made a lot of clothes Mm. because to go out and buy a dress we didn't have uh, well pennies uh, pennies is around for a good while but yeah. you know what I'm saying yes uh, d- decent clothes were expensive mm. so uh, that was why you know you kind of looked after them until they eventually yeah. you know they were they were wearing thin and then you you uh, put them on the dud shelf yeah. you know but you you wore your clothes you know well, you wore them out Carmen McCarthy is no dud I can tell you she's fantastic and talking about duds she'll be in our best duds tomorrow night congratulations you have a big night coming up, haven't you? Yeah, we've the Network uh, Ireland Lowes Awards tomorrow night uh, over in the Monster Boys Inn, and it's our event of the year in the Network. So uh, a fabulous night it always is, and. Uh, one of the other girls in the network nominated me for Networker of the Year. Ah. So I, but I, I mean, I'm up against stiff competition. So look, I mean, we'll we'll go over there tomorrow night and we'll have the crack. Yes. and uh, you know that's the important. What will thing, be will be, yeah, and yes, yes. you'll have the glad rags on. Oh, no messing. Yeah, I'll leave the duds at home. Leave them at home tomorrow night, Carmel. Listen, you're so good. Away you go and enjoy your afternoon. Thank you very much for joining me, Carmel. Thank you, Jerry. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. The wonderful Carmel McCarthy talking duds. I never hear it in news now, says uh, Lily. Uh, My mother always said, put on me old duds. Uh, Changing from good clothes into duds. That's what it is, says Mary Ward. Old clothes. Another listener. Uh, Caroline knows what it is now. Your guest is amazing. I love my duds for the garden and painting but to the shops I dollop totally transformed says Alice and I'll come back to more of your comments throughout the show this afternoon about the duds 
Well, 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 such an outpouring of grief. I've never seen the likes of it probably in the past. And the uh, the love for Anna Mae Bullock, who passed away yesterday. Yes, Tina Turner, 83 years of age. It's a regular quiz question, isn't it? Who is Anna Mae Bullock? Well, she is no more. She's gone. What a singer. What a performer. What a life she had. Absolutely Outstanding. We remember her today on Late Lunch going back to 1985 and the movie Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. We love this one. And number two in America, three in the UK, Golden Globe and Grammy nominated. Here she is, Tina. Now, the weather I mentioned there, of course, when it gets really good like this, people head for the seaside. They head for lakes and rivers. Water, it's a huge attraction. So our next feature on Late Lunch is really timely. I'm delighted to welcome from Dundalk Sub Aqua Club, their PRO Chris O'Donnell and their former chairperson, Joanne Murphy. You're both very welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Thanks a million for having us. Not at all, not at all. You're very welcome. Maybe tell us a bit about the club. Would you, Joanne, first? And how long are you involved? Sure, the club was formed in 2001 with a a small group of of keen uh, divers who saw a need for for a local club. So they put that together in 2001. And then just um, year on year, they brought in new members. I joined up with them in 2003. So it's my 20th year anniversary <laughs> so, um, yeah, and each year we've just seen a, an increase in the interest in scuba diving. A lot of people go abroad and try a day or two of scuba diving and then really get the bug, uh, come back and try and uh, find a local club and somewhere that can train them. So we take on with new trainees generally um, the end of September, the start of October. Uh, and we do a lot of pool training once a week. Um, right from all through the winter into um, generally February time and then we go out for our first um, sea dives in March generally so um, there's a lot of classroom and pool work before we actually go into the sea so it's a really good preparation Mm. so It's a fascinating pastime it really is and I know when people get into it they absolutely love it and adore it and here's an interesting thing we were talking before we came on air which is great to hear it would at one stage have been male dominant Fair to say that. Yeah, definitely. not anymore. No, no. In our club, we've we've sixty. How many? Was 60, 61, 62. 61 or sixty-two uh, members, and it's basically half and half now. Where when I joined, there was quite a few a few chaps um, and fewer fewer of the ladies, and now we are literally about half and half. You know, which is Terrific. great to see. It's great ah, to see. It is yeah. wonderful to see. Let's bring Chris O'Donnell into the conversation. What do you do? Tell listeners, what is this all about? What's the fascination in it? Why do people love it? Well, first of all, would I just, I'd just like to uh, pass on our deepest sympathies. On our way here, we got reports that a body had been recovered from uh, the Castletown River in Dundalk. Oh. Um, there's an ongoing investigation, so w- w- we're not sure of exactly what, what has happened. And I would also like to pass on our sympathies to the, the tragic death of the guy on the jet ski and... Uh, Best wishes to the girl that is in hospital at the minute. Hopefully she will have a full recovery. We had that news earlier in the weekend that as well. Shocking. It really is sad. Yeah. Uh, Which uh, emphasizes the point of our role in search and rescue. Um, 
well, our job is, getting back to your question, our role is really we are called upon when people go missing in waterways. We travel throughout the whole country, but particularly in the North East region. Um, we work with all the emergency services, both North and South. And uh, uh, reluctantly, we, 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 we don't like to be called upon to... Uh, we, we know that there's not good news coming yes. whenever we're called yeah. upon mm. to... Uh, to help out and yeah. help in a search and rescue yeah. operation. Mm. Besides that, though, I, I take it it's it's a leisure pursuit as well. People dive, you know, to see what's down there oh, and yeah. enjoy what's beneath the sea. Oh, right. We have lots of fun. We, we go on lots of different dive sites. Um, the, the marine life, we've got photographers in the club who uh, sleep, dream and, 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 <laughs> and work on, on, on that lane of it. And there, there is some fantastic dive sites that we go to right across the west coast, Mayo, Galway, Donegal, mm-hmm. Arranmore, Ackle, um, North. And our, our, own, our own dive sites are absolutely amazing for Beautiful. the amount of biodiversity that we have in our waters as well. People t- tend to think the beautiful clear waters of the of the West Coast are are fabulous. Um, we have a slightly less clear water over this side of the, the country but we have so much life in it. There's yeah. so much life. Um, when we dive out, we, we generally go out sort of um, in Green Ore towards the, the lighthouse out that area. Um, and you're just kind of just at the edge of the channel and it drops down into some, it, it can drop down quite deep. And um, we kind of um, hover in around the sort of 20 metres. And at that, you have a, a, a huge uh, variety of sea life. And it's great taking the new trainees down Who've, who are witnessing it for the first time because yes. they're always amazed at just the amount of, of variation in life that we have down there mm. from the very tiny things to the big conger eels and... Um, they're ferocious yeah. boys. <laughs> Being an angler, oh. I know all about them. <laughs> Only if you annoy them. <gasps> so you just make sure not to annoy them. Yes. We observe from, from close mm. uh, proximity. And, and are the creatures curious when they see, you know, you're a visitor to yeah. their realm, their world. Yeah. Do you find that do they do they avoid you or do they eventually come you know to you to see you well they, they well, Finn the dolphin that was there famous Finn yes I was going to get to that in a moment go on some people I think I uh, was getting too fond of Finn I think they wanted to take him home <laughs> but yeah even the seals can be pretty curious yeah, they, they, they sort of come around to see what these strange <laughs> objects are f- doing in their in their, in their, in their, yes. in their back garden you know? yes um but yeah you know but the, the more importantly that when we do dive and recreational dives with the search and rescue unit that we are always in training we're always focusing on climate change weather tides etc etc et you know what we've always got that prominent and at the forefront of our mind that while we're doing a recreational dive it, it, it is also an extreme sport which is safe if you conduct yourself uh, in a safe yes. manner. Yeah. You know? And that's very important to bear in mind. That re- 
you guys tides, weather, everything you everything. take, you leave nothing to chance. Absolutely. But you know, that accident that happened, sadly, you know, yeah. where life was lost. Yeah. And uh, what do you say today to people, you know, who, you know, are heading for their waterways now to enjoy themselves? And rightly so. What do you, what's your advice? Yeah, our advice is just um, watch, watch your tides, you know, make sure that if it's an outgoing tide, you know, you know that it's outgoing rather than incoming, you know. Um, certainly in places like Car Carlingford Lock, it's very tidal it's, and it's very fast when it's tidal um, and there are certain parts of the lock that would be would be very fast. The channel certainly is very is a very fast part of it um, and it, you know people who go out there without any knowledge you know are, are heading into conditions that they mightn't just be prepared for. Certainly if you're out on something like a jet ski let somebody know where you are, what your estimated time of, of arrival back home will be just have somebody watching out for you that if you don't come back when you say you're going to be back that yes. somebody has alerted of course life jackets life jackets life jackets everything your only chance uh, if you get if you get fall into the water and you're separated from your jet ski you know you, you're you not getting back to your jet ski generally it's also, you know. it's also important with your life jackets to ensure that they're buckled up and not just on you mm. it's like yourselves when we go on a boat um, we are not responsible for ourselves. Our dive buddy is responsible for ourselves. When we're checking before we enter the water, our dive buddy checks all our equipment. We check our dive buddy's equipment to make sure that if something goes wrong, that we know that they are fully kitted up yes. in a safe It's runner. a cross check really. Absolutely, such, yeah. It? So, yeah, you know, it it's, it's really, yeah. you know, it's it's locked tight as such. You yeah. mentioned jet skis and people love their jet skis. Yeah. My God, you know, they're really, you have to be careful with them. They're a, 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 a powerful machine and, yes, you know, yeah. life can be lost absolutely. with them as well. I don't want to be a killjoy. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Nobody's nobody's saying that. It's, it's there's, there's, with everything that you take to the water, be it uh, canoe, or kayaks or anything like that there's there's a safety element that needs to be adhered to as well and the, and the more you know that you have ensured your safety the, the better fun you're going to have because you're not going to be worried then if you yeah. or you're not going to be faced with a, a situation where you're going to need the emergency services we are very lucky in this part of the of the world that we have the the Coast Guard is is out um, in Green Ore as well and we have the RNLI across across the way um, and so there's a lot of of um, um, response when there's yes, when it's needed, when. but um, that the whole thing is prevention is obviously mm. better than. We mentioned jet skis and that, but you know I look at the supermarkets and they have big sales in lilos mm. and yeah. rings and your own yeah. little inflatable boat and that as well. You mentioned fast flowing tides and mm. that, and people may not be yeah. aware that you go out in the water a distance and within minutes yes, you can be way out of your depth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's also worth pointing out that uh, when people are out enjoying themselves, that uh, when they do see divers on site, we actually have a flag on our boats. And some amateur jet skiers don't even realise what that flag's for. That flag is to indicate that there is divers in the water. Mm. And some of our coxswain di- or some of our coxswains have to actually have went in a panic mode because jet skis have been whizzing up and down. We have got equipment to let people know that we're surfacing. It's a it's a surface marker boy. Uh, and just to be ex- extremely careful when you are out on the water to know the, the other signals and what they represent. Yes, you should educate yourself in all Absolutely, this before yeah. you do, yeah. especially when it comes to the skis as well. Um, 
how 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 are you faring for money? <laughs> and, and this question was going to come up anyway. <laughs> how, how do you fund yourselves? Or what happens? We are a voluntary organisation. All our uh, funding comes from the public, um, the, the people of uh, North, uh, the people of County Louth, and in particular North Louth, have been very generous to us in the past. We have had funding from National Lottery Good Causes. In addition to being chosen as finalists last year in the Good Causes Award, the funding that we received had been vital to uh, purchase and help to purchase one of our uh, rigid, uh, sorry, one of our um, rigid inflatable, inflatable boats. But we receive absolutely no funding from the government. We are a voluntary-based organisation. We give up all our time free. Uh, if we're called to uh, rescue anywhere, we pay for our own fuel to get to the site, regardless of how far it is. We have been involved in searches this year of two sites in Dublin, where two missing people were, and we have also been involved in two different searches in County Fermanagh. Mm. Uh, we, 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 we pay for our own fuel, we pay for our own lunch, uh, and any money that comes into the club is used exclusively for search and rescue needs. You're fantastic. I, I'm, I'm in such. I have such admiration for you. May I say? Because, you. you know, the goodness is great to hear about. It really, really is. And you're well deserving of that national lottery uh, boost that you got as well. And I hope you get more boosts as well in the future. Um, for anyone listening today who might like to dip their toes in the water. Sorry for that shocking <laughs> pun, but you know what I'm saying. If, yes. if they're interested in what you do, what's sure. the process? Well, we, as I said, we, we start our training once a year, um, generally in the sort of end of September, start mm. of October. Um, so what we, we advertise at that time is uh, a triadive. So what we do is we have a couple of nights down in the local pool in Dundalk. Yeah. Um, people come down, try the gear on, have a swim up and down. We take them down, up and down the pool to see if they if it's something that they might like to do because a lot of people sometimes the very um notion of putting something on they get a bit claustrophobic mm. and know straight away it's not for them yes. so but they do always wanted to try it so um we are on facebook and instagram um and we're also in the process of setting up a new website um, so, so generally we advertise there, um, and it's it kind of reaches reaches as as many people maybe um, as as we'd like to, um, and we've had no problem getting members, uh, members this which last is couple of so years, there you which are. is great. The autumn of the year, uh, and there'll be plenty of information uh, whizzing around social media and on the new website too. It must be a fascinating, as I say, to go into that other world that you know. You obviously love and enjoy as it well. It certainly is, but you must respect the water. Yeah. That's the important Big thing. Big message respect today. Respect the water. Yeah, you've please. got it. And, and particularly in the coming months when lots of people will be heading towards beaches and lakes and, mm. and rivers, etc. And as Joe pointed out, before you leave, let somebody know your estimated time of arrival back. Uh, and please, at all times, wear safety equipment. It's essential. Absolutely. Listen, lovely to meet you today. Uh, well done to you and all your members and uh, good luck during the season ahead. And I hope I say this with the greatest respect. You don't have too many calls to no. make. Enjoy your leisure Absolutely. diving and that the other ones are kept to a minimum. From Dundalk uh, Sub Aqua Club, I'm delighted uh, to have as my guest today in studio, Chris O'Donnell, Piero and Joanne Murphy. Thank you both for joining me. Thanks Thank a you. million. Thank you. Thank you.
do something. Justin Timberlake. Let's do something. We're going to be doing something in a minute on late lunch because uh, composting. Everybody should be composting. Uh, but we're going to be talking about a brand new home composter uh, from a company produced by a company uh, in County Mead in a few minutes on the show. Don't miss that. Uh, I just want to mention Sheila Hudson. She was a guest of mine some years ago on the show, along with her husband. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Roger, who's a wonderful poet, Sheila passed away, sadly, uh, at home on the 21st of May. And uh, she's well known in the Drogheda area, originally from Dublin, lived in London for many years, a lover of song, music and dance and a lifelong advocate for others in need. And uh, what a lovely woman she was. And we send our sympathies to her husband, Roger, and son, Simon and Brian, and the extended family today. May she rest in peace. That's uh, Sheila Hudson mentioned her today on the show. Louise, I got a message from Apple this morning. It says this. Have a listen. Dear Apple customer, we are writing to inform you that our system has flagged your account as a potential bot. (laughs) What? Apple think I'm a bot? I didn't know that a bot. Jerry, the first time you've been told you're a nice bot. (laughs) Oh, Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) That's me arse. Not at all. I I didn't know that. Your artificial intelligence, (laughs) I didn't know that bot is the abbreviation for robot. Mm. I had to ask Eric Katrina, what's a bot? So there you are. I learned something today. So Apple think I've. uh, Why? I don't know. Look, do you know what it is? Do you know the way they changed the system Are in here? Are you writing like that again? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the way they changed the system here? All the bloody spam is coming into our inbox. You have okay. to mark everything off again with the new system to make sure it goes to spam. But Katrina said to me, it says here, click to update your account. She says, don't bloody click that no matter what you do. Oh, right. You know, it's one of those dodgy ones. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's a dodgy one indeed for our uh, Apple customer. I'm a bot. I <laughs> <It> smiled. <laughs> I'm a potential robot. <laughs> we will exterminate you. I'm back to the Daleks again. Are we? Or do you remember? So you've no excuse now if you're a robot for doing like 700 jobs all at once. <laughs> 
<laughs> Multitasking. Ah, yes, indeed. Drop everything. That's the problem when you do too much. Uh, Apart from all, your duds. all at once. Yes, of course. <laughs> Not like Carmel's Not like tracks Carmel. and bottoms. No. <laughs> I'm still thinking of that where the moon won't shine. <laughs> Anyways, uh, composting. As I said a moment ago, it is. Will you stop laughing? <laughs> Oh, she's gone. She's away on one. She's away on one. We better, we better head to a short break. Back in a moment with this home composter. Really interesting. Stay with us on Late Lunch. You do know that I'm a gardener myself and I love composting all my waste. But I do have to say that lots of people don't. And so much goes the wrong way when it comes to dealing with waste. But I'm delighted to say that there's a company in County Meath called Harp. Yes, they're a fantastic company. Harp Renewables is their name. And they've come out now with this brand new home composter. And I'm delighted to welcome to Late Lunch this afternoon, Project Manager Jerry McDonald. Jerry, thanks for dropping in. Thanks a million for having me, Joe. Not Thank at you. all. You're very welcome. Tell us a bit about the company. Shane Finnegan set it up, what, back in 2014. You're in Kentstown? Yeah, we originally set up an electrical company in, in 2002. And that was his mainstay at the time. And he'd done a lot of big projects for the big waste companies and uh, for, for developing the waste and screening waste and that. And he's seen a niche for food waste. And he looked at it and then in 2014 he set up Harper Renewables. And that was to try and develop a machine that would look after your food waste. So we developed a range of the CX machines, or CX1 up to CX50. He developed them and it... it you put in your waste, your food waste from hotels, restaurants, any kind of excess, even your garden, not as in it's your garden, as in your garden and stuff, not your not your um, grass or your leaves and that, be the tops of your carrots, that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. And uh, he he done a lot of work in the background, got their machines up and running, and he's developed a range of six machines. So everything is manufactured in Kenston. The whole lot. He manufactures them, does all the panels for them, does all the software. There's a crew of 48 over there. It's fantastic. And you, you wouldn't... Like, mm. A couple of big sheds there. Yes. It's, it's a fantastic what he's after doing. So the machine effectively breaks down the waste and puts it out the other end 80% less and it's an, it's an organic fertiliser. Completely organic. It's brilliant. And this, at the up to this point, has been aimed at Big users, you know, as you said, yeah. industrial type yeah. thing, right? All for industry. So yes. they've been going to shows over the last yeah. couple of years and they broke into the States in 2018, 19. You have an office there now? Yeah, office over in California. And everywhere he went, what about the house? What about the house? We're looking for one for the house. And there is a few different ones in America for the house, but they don't actually break it down into compost. They only crush it. Mm. Some of them take it back. and But he developed this one and... It literally breaks down the way. So we use our own microbe. So you start the machine off. It's the size of, we'll say, a 40 litre bin that you'd have in your kitchen. You see I was going to say that myself. Yeah. That's the actual description of it. Now, but it's outside here in reception. Yeah. yeah. It's a plug-in unit. There's a concave uh, inside with plastic and there's heat pads on that. And it gets the temperature up to about 50 degrees, 55 degrees when it, as it fills up. So the microbes get working. So as you add in your food waste, it breaks it down and breaks it down. So after about four or five weeks, you'll see your food waste gradually coming up. And this machine will take, it'll take up to two kilos a day. If you would say if you had a party on or a big dinner on yes. Sunday, it take that, we'd say a bit of waste, if you had a bit of few spuds left over, whatever. 
and then it'll take about 10 kilo a week. But if, if you're using, if you're wasting more than 10 kilo a week, you're doing something wrong. Mm. So it helps you measure your waste yes. because you're looking at what you're putting mm. into it. So it breaks it down and in time it'll fill up and fill up and then you just scoop out the fertilizer, the fertilizer, the compost and it's an enriched compost and it sequesters the carbon so it holds the carbon in. So you get that carbon back into your garden, back into your plants, back into your bedding plants. You put it in, it's really strong. There's great NPK in it. Um, yeah, mix it in. You'd have to mix it one to nine like. So... I have a little it's sachet strong. there. I have a sachet here sitting beside <coughs> me. So there's there's power in that little sachet yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So one to nine ratio. One, one of this. One of that to nine. Or, or you could, if you're doing a few little pots, you, you'd get six or eight little pots for, yes. say, an apartment. So, yeah. so this is aimed at the people that... So this is mixed through with your... Uh, mix it with your compost or... Anything like whatever, that. Or even you add soil, this to you it. add that to the one soil. One to nine for that. Yeah. Okay, for yeah. that, for, with this infusion. Now, yeah. tell me, come back to the bin again. You mentioned all the vegetable peel and spores. What about meat or yeah, yeah. bones? Not really bones. Not really no, a chicken carcass, nothing but like that. If you have a bit of a chicken bone left, you see a few legs in them because we're testing. We've 10 of them on test for the last yes. three months. So it would be odd person to throw in the chicken leg. Yeah. It'll strip all the meat off the chicken leg and all you're left with is the clean bone. You okay. think it was something you were after doing an archaeology dig. <laughs> but um, I like yeah, it. it takes all that. So the packet of sausages that you leave at the back of the fridge that you forgot about yeah. for the week, throw them straight in. You won't see them. You won't see them in six hours because they're already cut up. So it, there is a bit of managing on it, but there's not much managing compared to your compost heap at home with yours. Ah, oh, well, mine takes months and months and nearly a year in some yeah. instances before yeah. it's ready to use. Um, here's the thing. So you just keep you just keep adding to it, adding to it, adding to it, and the microbes work away and they're reducing, reducing, yeah. reducing. And can you take the the? Uh, I'm looking at it from the bottom to the top. Obviously, the stuff at the bottom is. It turn into what you want. It, it keeps it keeps mixing it. Does it the so whole we'll thing? Say if you see it near the fill line, yes, leave it for leave it for twenty four hours. Yes, and let it dry out that little bit more. Yeah, and you're literally scooping it out of the top of it. Okay, you're walking back down to the spinner. Spinner's at about we'd say one third of the way up. It it turns. It rotates it, the ten stuff. minute cycle. It goes forward. It comes back. Yeah, and it keeps it going. The heat is there all the time. And how do you empty it? Just with a little scoop. You just empty it out into your bucket. Open the lid. Open and the lid, lift scoop it out. It out and away you bring go. it down that two thirds and then yeah. away with you again. So the good stuff comes to the top that's ready to, yeah, to use. Yeah, that comes be, up to the top. Say the bit you take out, there will yeah. be a few bits in that. Of course. Say a big bit of a spud yeah. that didn't. So you <laughs> yeah. just throw that back in. Yes, exactly. And be ready for the next Perfect, one. perfect. Yeah. It plugs in. It's plugs running in, electricity. It runs on electricity, yeah. Similar to, we'll say, a small fridge. That's the kind of electricity yes. usage it is. And I take it you'd put it in a garage or a shed or somewhere like that. Yeah, would that be the best yeah, place? it would be it? the best place for it. Um, I would say if you had a back kitchen. Somehow there's a bit of air. It's a bit of air. There is yes. a little. There is a little odour off it, but not bad. That's sweet. Yeah, I, 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 you're yeah. going out there oh, and it's yeah. working away yeah, out there. Yeah, it's yeah, a sweet yeah. type of thing, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but ideally, a shed or a garage, plug it in, and yeah. she works away there. And what are you talking about? If you talk about a normal, the normal you mentioned uh, weights of waste there, what will it reduce your waste to virtually nil? So, virtually nil, really. Virtually, well, it'll take the, that. We'll say you're putting in eight kilo a week. It'll take that back to maybe one kilo. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So for the year, for the year, I'm reckoning with a few tests we're after doing on them, you, you'll get forty kilos of that enriched fertilizer. From your machine. From your machine. So that 40 kilos, you you, you mix that up with eight fours. You mix that up with 322 oh 20 kilos. So yes. you will have a lot of stuff. Yes. And in time, we're talking about maybe 
if people we'd say live in a little we'd say in a small house they have big gardens just have a little bit at the front of the back and they say I've nowhere to go with this we're looking at a way of, of taking it back off the off the household okay so that it's what we're we we'll complete the circle then okay we'll further refine it now yeah so this is another stage of the business yeah you're looking that's at. probably down down the line for yes develop that fertilizer that mm. infusion fertilizer yes and um get going from there like we, we have the cx machines working um uh, there's one in Mead county council i have to give bernadine finnegan a mention she pioneered the one in Navan. She was brilliant. She took it into the recycling centre in Navan. And that was a great one to get the lads off the ground. People can see it working. Like you, yes. you, you didn't know why I was talking about like come in today. Yeah. And then you see and you say, Oh my god, that's deadly. Do you know yes. what I mean? It, it's, yes. It's really good. So Bernadine championed that for us for a good while. And then we have them in um Adair Manor, Bread Forty One in Dublin, one in Cavan County Council, one in Ashford Castle. If you go onto our website, there's a great video for one in Cincinnati Zoo in America. We've one in Disney. Do you know? So um, we're on the West Coast of America. We're trying to crack the East Coast. So we're starting these small ones here in Ireland and we'll see we'll see where the road takes Oh, us. there is an opening for this. There's no doubt. I'm not surprised uh, you've uh, tackled this area because people have been talking about this for years yeah, yeah. Uh, to do this. And th- there is a huge gap in the market. Isn't it great when you think of little Kentstown and you're in California now oh, and yeah. on the west yeah, coast yeah, of America yeah. and you're you're selling away there yeah, it's a great a success story isn't it a couple of partners in Europe as well yes Dublin Europe and England mm. um, yeah we're like worldwide like they're, they're doing electrical work in Australia they're working on the biggest recycling plant in Australia doing electrical panels for Tormac Engineering in um, Abai yes they're putting in the recycling plant for terrific I can't think of the name of the company it's not yeah right. but that just shows right you where, where where your uh, wings have taken you with all of this um, you're launching this at Bloom yes next weekend next Bloom weekend, is on yeah. next weekend which is a, a, a fantastic opportunity as well what would you be talking about for this machine price at ballpark? What do you think? Ballpark, we, 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 have, we have two ranges of machines. The one I showed you today is the HR, HR020K. It's, it's the bigger version of it. So we're hoping um, that we'll, we'll get them on the market for um, between 499 plus fat to 799 plus fat. Okay. Yeah, and there's a smaller version as well. Is there's, there? There's, we've two. We're two. developing two, but we've yeah. we've that one. That's the big one. That's, that's the cost. That's the big ready one. to roll. Yeah, yeah that's the big ready one to roll. Ready now. to roll. Yeah. Um. Um. And uh, yeah, we're launching at Bloom. We're really looking forward to it because we, we're not sure. Everyone's looking for the market, and and we're, we're hitting the market with it, and that'll be our test in Bloom. It'll be of course talking to the people. We're in the retail marquee, um, in Bloom stand S nine. Call in and see us. We'll be there all weekend. Myself, Joe. Yes, Stephanie, Kevin. They love Eddie. to see you, and they're local from Kentstown, as we mentioned. Um, it's neat. It's nifty. It's a great idea, and I see the product. Look at the color. Look how dark that is. Look, mm, it's almost it's, black. It's lovely stuff. What yeah. you get from it, isn't it? And as well, you know, in terms of bins, like we all have our black bin, green bin, supposed to have a brown bin, mm. even though it's not all over the place. Yeah. But nearly. Re- reduce or, or negate the need for it does, a it brown helps, bin. It helps it? the bigger companies. It probably won't negate the need for a brown bin because you'll need your brown bin for your grass cuttings and your your hedge trimmings and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But it's the food waste that causes the issue. Yes. Because that attracts the flies. That attracts the rodents. Yes. This is fly-free. You've seen the one I have yeah, in yeah. reception. It's rodent-free. You can't get into it. And it, it traps all your food waste. Yeah. So it's a perfect example. And then you're taking your food waste out of your black bin. So the bin companies are always talking about bins being um, 
the wrong stuff in the green bin and the wrong mm. it, it takes that stuff out of your black bin reduces your weight because a lot of the bin companies are paid by weight now so yes. it'll take a bit from that mm. and it just helps the whole waste stream mm. and you're putting back in you're, you're, you're closing the loop is the key mm. Because you're putting it back in, you're putting that carbon back into the ground. Yes, which is really, really the the key to this as well. I love this. I mean, mm. I love it. Congratulations yeah. to you. It's yeah. it's fantastic. It really is, and it will pay you back with time. That's the thing. You get yeah, payback. Yeah, from it's, this. An it's, it's an investment over time. It's an investment yeah. in time, yeah. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? It really, really is. I've seen people here. Where can we get more information about this? Never mind Bloom. Where can people find out? Go on to the Harp website. Right, Harp Renewables. And there, there'll be a link there for inquiries at Harp Renewables. Okay. Fire on an email. We're doing a pre-order at Bloom. Okay. And then we're going to look at it when we come back from Bloom. We're going to get back in contact with everyone. We probably won't have them ready. The first time will be ready, end of July, beginning of August. Okay. To, to hit the... But we're, we're doing a pre-order. We only have X amount. We can't make 10,000 of them at the one time. Yes. Great if we sold 10,000 in the one year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it a good isn't it a good headache to have yeah. anyway you're onto something really brilliant Harp Renewables check the website out all the details are there I'm going to put my neck on the line and say that down the road majority of houses will have these and that's all I can say Please to God, you yeah. yes God, they will, will yeah. thanks so much for joining me today and telling us all about it Jerry McDonnell from Harp Renewables thank you thank you Jerry. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors, Drogheda. I'm just thinking the heavens are alight today with Tina Turner and James Brown doing a duet. Would you just imagine, just imagine what it would be like. God bless the both and have mercy on them. Uh, Clotherhead RNLI are holding their annual May Day Appeal this Friday. That's tomorrow, the 26th of May. In Scotch Hall Shopping Centre, Drogheda, opposite Dunn Stores Grocery. And they are always so grateful for the support of the public, which enables them to continue their important work as saving lives at sea. Yes, we were talking earlier on to Dundalk, so back when they, of course, Clotherhead RNLI, tie in with those emergencies and we hope there's few of them uh, this summer time so if you can support the Clarehead or NLI tomorrow in Scotch Hall Shopping Centre they'd be very grateful and if you want a lovely evening out trade a singer summer concert in aid of the Samaritans in Drogheda North East takes place in St Peter's Church of Ireland Peter Street tomorrow evening at 8 o'clock and tickets are available at the door there too and one more to mention a little while down the road June 17th 3 o'clock Weavers Park as it's known uh, at this uh, time uh, United Park to a lot of people the uh, original name Lockie's Legends charity football match Brendan Lochran the former Drogheda United kit manager what a wonderful man and uh, a very special game being organised between the 2007 uh, league winning side managed by Paul Doolan and Mick Cook's 2013 side uh, who went to the cup final dueling against Cook and tickets.ie if you want to book your tickets for that big match there and all funds going to Trader House Drogheda Alzheimer's it's a wonderful wonderful cause that's June 17th 3 o'clock Weavers Park that coming up Duds loads of duds coming in to us Angela I love your duds outfit and many more people telling us that they love their duds and they love getting into them and getting down and dirty in the garden and you name it thanks so much to everybody who's been in touch with us on the show this afternoon I think there'll be a dud section in some of the major fashion stores uh, since today on the show do you know that I I think they've been listening in and I think there'll be a, a section for duds what do you think what when you say duds will it be like uh, soil covered tracksuit bottoms yeah, and yeah what you have like to do, would they have to be dirty 
Well, they'd have With to be... With holes in them. Yeah, they'd have to be quite used, but they'd have yeah. to be clean on, you know what I'm saying? But a section where, you know, well used, well worn. Comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah, yes, that's that the main word. Stuff. Yeah, that's... Oversized. <laughs> And with a string, with elastic, <laughs> with elastic, with a string that ties or elastic in, in the bottoms for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just. And they need to do um, an outside um, range for headwear, just mm. for caramel, so she doesn't have to rob all her share hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> great stuff, great stuff. Uh, while on the retail subject, uh, got a note or an email, should I say, from Tesco? I'm a Tesco club card holder. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you I have am? a club card? Um, to say that Centre Parks will be no longer participating in the club card scheme from uh, later this year. And mm. and you've been a great user of those I deals have. I, over I, the I've years loved, with everything. I've loved them. Uh, they had Board Gosh, who I had my electricity with. And if you mm-hmm. had, say, 20 euro in club card vouchers, you got 60 on the electricity. Mm-hmm. Treble it. Centre Parks, they opted as well, double or treble as well. And I just feel now that the club card, you know, there are still offers, you know, for multiplying your points. The phone, I think you can get it on the Tesco mobile. Yeah, like I know you were telling me over the years you've got great deals and I kind of went, "Mm, okay, but I got my daughter a a Tesco mobile recently and my son has one already. And um, the the lads in Tesco and Drogheda, who are fantastic lads, um, said that I can use my, you know, the little vouchers, the club card vouchers or whatever. That it's fifteen euro a month for all your data for the phone. It's pay as you go, but if you use it, uh, a fiver gets you fifteen. Yeah, euro. treble. They yeah. treble it, which they is great. It, which is great on that. With and kids I, phone, yeah. yes, I compliment them on that. But I just think losing board gosh, losing centre parks it's now dwindled, hasn't it? Uh, the lot. number of participants in club card has absolutely mm. dwindled, and I wonder about that now in the store. You know yourself the the duplic the duo pricings. You know what I mean? Yeah, Two yeah. prices, mm. one full price. One of you have your club card. You know, that's there for sure. But I just think that Club Card need to secure more of those types, you know, like the electricity, like the centre parks thing. And I think it's diminished. I believe it's diminished, I have to say, with losing them. And uh, I'm a fan of it, a big fan of it. But uh, centre parks going, I think it's not good. Now, hit it there, Louise. Five, four, three, two... Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number two from this very week in 1979 and it was the second single taken from their album Manifesto. It became the ninth biggest selling single single in the UK in 1979 even though it didn't make number one. It was written by Brian Ferry for his 1977 solo album called In Your Mind but it didn't make the final track listing and he was to include it in the 1978 album The Bride Strip Bear but again it didn't make the cut but by God when he got down to uh, finishing it off and uh, releasing it with Roxy Music it was a big one here it is Dance Away from Roxy You're just and guess who's Roxy Music, Dance Away, our number two in our top five countdown 
from this very week in 1979. And just one more to do tomorrow, the number one. And I love it, I have to say. Anyway, Brenda Joyce looks great in her duds in the garden, so husband Eddie tells me. Anyway, nice to hear from you this afternoon, Eddie and Brenda. Hope you're enjoying the lovely weather and the sunshine. Final break of the day on late lunch and afterwards, the chair when no one's there. My final guest today is Director of the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland Solar Disinfection Research Group and he's been a guest of mine on the show in the past and him and his team are doing wonderful work all over the world on all of our behalfs. Professor Kevin McGuigan, good to talk to you again. Jerry, how are you? I'm really good. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, 10 million views and rising, I'm sure, since that news came out on Twitter. Did you ever believe you'd be an internet sensation? Well, I, I thought I might be remembered for many things, but not for a chair in a garden, Jack, <laughs> I have to say. It, it, it's grown legs and gone far beyond what I thought was going to happen. Oh, it's magnificent. It's a great way story. It really is. Anyway, we are, folks, talking about a chair in a garden. And Kevin posted this picture of the chair with the grass growing up through it. It looks completely abandoned. But take us back, Kevin, to the pandemic and you and your walks on this chair. Tell us the story. Oh, well, like everybody else, I, I was working from home for, for most of the pandemic. And you'd have to go out for a walk just to preserve your mental stability and mental health so i would go out for a walk through the glen and, and sometimes i would go through yellow Bada. and there was always a lady sitting in a chair in one of the front gardens and she'd say hello and to whoever was passing by it and i'd say hello and uh, she was always there now of the last few months i've been working quite a lot i was i was abroad quite a lot so i haven't had an occasion to, to go down that street so she, my wife and i were well, went for a walk on Monday evening and then we passed the garden and our memory of it was it was always very well kept and, you know, immaculate, immaculately kept and the, little, the, the lady would be sitting in the chair. But now the grass, there's been no mowing on that. The grass is completely up through the chair. There's bushes growing through the back of the, the wicker chair. So I just thought, I suppose you, you, you think the worst, you wonder what has happened to the lady. So... I took a photograph and in an introspective moment, I just posted it on, on Twitter to say, you know, I wonder, you know, throughout the pandemic, I, I've passed this lady. But this evening, I, I, as I passed, I realized and I just didn't say anything more than that. I just said I've, I've realized and I left it up to the viewer to, to finish the sentence for themselves because I don't know what, what's happened to the lady, but I can suspect what's happened. So. Mm. So I posted that uh, and then I switched the phone off and went to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, there was it had two million views and there was something like 2,000 retweets and uh, it just took off. And I don't have a huge Twitter following, so it, it struck a chord with lots of people for loads of different reasons. Mm. So uh, at this stage, I'm, I'm looking at now, it has 10.9 million views. Wow. So, Wow, wow, wow. That is just something else. But you obviously captured something really special, Kevin. You know what I mean? That has resonated with so many as well. You know, the question, why has this happened? Where is the lady? The, you know, the fragility of life. Exactly, exactly. The fragility and also the the fact that it's... My last memory of seeing this lady probably was in, in late autumn, early winter, and already that, that chair is almost completely overgrown with grass. How quickly nature mm. kind of takes everything back and, and how, how fleeting our time is. And in years to come, 
who will remember us? And so, so it, it struck a lot of chords for a lot of different reasons with, with different people. Yeah. What were the words you put with the picture? Okay. Uh, throughout the pandemic, whenever I walked past this garden, there would be a little old lady sitting in this seat who would talk to whoever passed by. This evening, as I passed, I realised, and then just dot, dot, dot. I didn't finish the sentence. Mm. Oh, I, oh, my. The, the intrigue, you know, of your words as well, aligned with the picture is powerful, Kevin. May I say to you, it's powerful, Kevin. It really, really is. And, uh, and you know, it really, it doesn't have to have anything to do with the pandemic. It, it mm. speaks to anybody who, who, who has uh, experienced loss, you know, you see something that reminds you of the person that used to be there. And it's just, it's just, it's a, a moving memory of, of times past. Mm. It, it really, really is. Um, did anyone, I'm, I'm being nosy now here, which is my profession, of course. Um, did anyone answer the question you know uh, you said to me a few moments ago you don't actually know do you want to know um well i've had several people contact me on whatsapp to say that they think they know and and the, the general feeling is that that lady ha- has passed uh but i don't want to say that because i don't know it, it you, you can't rely on on word of mouth so I, yeah. i'd hate to say that Whatever I know the lady's name, so but uh, I won't say it. And I deliberately cropped the photographs so that the house wouldn't be seen, just just to kind of preserve their their privacy. But yes. uh, the, the the feedback I'm getting is that the the, the lady is no longer with us, mm-hmm. and uh, so my suspicions I think are correct. Yeah. And again, to say it's in Yellow Batter in Drogheda uh, town itself, and. Uh, you, you, uh, did you take the picture with your phone? Was it? Or, or I know you're into photography, aren't you? Oh, I just—I had my, my iPhone in my pocket. Just yes, took just took the picture with the iPhone. I, that was and it. And yeah. I didn't take any particular care because I just took a quick snap, and I thought no more about it. It was only later on that night when I when I looked back at, at the photographs, I realised you know there's something there's something there, mm. and I posted it, not realising that other people thought there was there was a lot more to it, so it, it resonated in a much greater way with, with people all over the world. So It certainly did. Well, I have to tell you, it's uh, been a, a hell of a trip in a short space of time and your phone uh, had to go on silent, I'm sure. It did, it did. <laughs> I, I'm correcting exams at the moment. Oh, so are you? Yeah. I, I had to, 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 to silence the notifications and turn the phone away from me just so I could concentrate on that but but generally the response has been very positive and very and very very nice there's always a couple of people who they're insisting on go over and cut the ladies grass mm. you know uh, or, or they have there's there's always people with conspiracy theories saying yes. who who are willing to say what they think has happened but I've got no evidence for that no but that's the internet for you Jerry that's but, it but, Sherlock but the wild it, west yeah, but in general, it's just been a very positive experience. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Check it out. It's all over the place at the moment. 10.9 million views on Twitter. Professor Kevin McGuigan is a sensation around the world from little old Drahada. Kevin, you're great. Lovely to talk to you today. Well done.
Thank you very much. Not at all. Take care of yourself. That's Professor Kevin McGuigan there, Director of the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland, Solar Disinfection Research Group. He's a terrific guy. Oz, that's a lovely wee story to finish today. That's it on Late Lunch this Thursday afternoon. Eddie Caffrey's on his way with The Drive. Stay with us here on LMFM Radio. We'll be back with the final show of the week tomorrow, 1.30 Friday. It's a date. See you then. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan.